بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سلام على عباده الذين اصطفى سلام على المرسلين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وأنزله المقعد المقرب عندك اللهم رب هذه الدعوة القائمة والصلاة النافعة صل على محمد وارض عني رضا لا تسخط بعده أبدا اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد وارحم محمد وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت ورحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وأزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد النبي وأزواجه أمهات المؤمنين وذريته وأهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد 
اللهم ترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم تحنن على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما تحننت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم سلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما سلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك وسلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد وارحم محمد وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت وترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد صلاة تكون لك رضا وله جزاء ولحقه أداء وأعطه الوسيلة والفضيلة والمقام المحمود الذي وعدته واجزه عنا ما هو أهله واجزه أفضل ما جازيت نبيا عن قومه ورسولا عن أمته وصل على جميع إخوانه من النبيين والصالحين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى أهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل علينا معهم اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى أهل بيته كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك علينا معهم صلوات الله وصلوات المؤمنين على محمد النبي الأمي اللهم اجعل صلواتك ورحمتك وبركاتك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما جعلتها على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وصلى الله على النبي الأمي التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله 
التحيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله سلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته سلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أسأل الله الجنة وأعوذ بالله من النار نسأل الله الجنة ونعوذ بالله من النار التحيات لله الزاكيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله خير الأسماء التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وأن الساعة آتية لا ريب فيها السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اللهم اغفر لي واهدني اللهم اغفر لنا واهدنا التحيات الطيبات والصلوات والملك لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله التحيات لله الصلوات لله الزاكيات لله السلام على النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين شهدت أن لا إله إلا الله شهدت أن محمد رسول الله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمدا عبده ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات لله الصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله بسم الله والسلام على رسول الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد 
the remembrance of death as discussed over and over again is an extremely necessary and important aspect because this is what will keep a person away from what Allah has forbidden so we have been reading from this book over the past few days there is a poem on the remembrance of death which we have read before as well again to take the lessons from this poem so it's quite a lengthy poem but whatever little portion that we can cover tonight inshallah we'll continue tomorrow so the poet gives a whole description of all the various things that happen at the time of death and after death but prior to that he's introduced the topic so he starts off by saying dayata umruka dayata umraka ya maghruru fi ghafali qum lit-talafi fa anta al-yawm fi mahali oh you person who has been deceived you have wasted your life in negligence stand up make amends for today you have still some respite this is the deception of dunya <clears throat> person thinks that life will carry on for another 100 years before he has to finally leave if not 100 years minimum every person feels he's got 50 years at least or another 20 years at least nobody is ready to accept that now could be my time we say it verbally but our hearts are not ready to accept it that our moment could come any time this is the deception so as a result of this deception a person falls into ghaflat ghaflat he forgets allah taala when he forgets allah taala then what's left now for a person to do anything and everything so this is the aspect that the poet is mentioning that you have oh you person who has been deceived you are in this ghaflat but now you still have some chance as long as there's life there's some respite so now make amends how to make the amends wastafrigh ad-dam'a mimma fata min zamanin وَنْدَمْ بِتَوْبٍ عَلَىٰ أَيَّامِكَ الْأُوَلِي Say, shed tears for time you have lost and by repenting, be ashamed over your past life. So what has happened, can't turn the clock back but Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy that Allah Ta'ala has left the door of repentance open and Allah Ta'ala has given this tremendously great bounty and ni'mat of tawbah. This is Allah Taala's very special grace. But toba is not something to be misunderstood that on the basis of toba a person recklessly sins. I'll sort it out later. Now do what I want. Allah forbid that 11th hour that a person is planning to make toba at the 11th hour he may pass away at 10:30. Meaning that 11th hour may not come. He may not get the chance. the chance is now while this chance this life and some feeling has come in the heart that i should make toba i should turn my life for the better that's immediately the time to make toba and move forward and the very important thing that's been mentioned here is and be ashamed over your past life that remorse and regret that is an essential ingredient of toba without that remorse and regret that toba is not toba the person is just going through the motions of toba but he's not even feeling any kind of regret over what has happened allah forbid he is feeling well okay i had my time i enjoyed it he's actually feeling happy about what happened that's a very serious matter 
the remorse and regret, what has happened? How could I have broken Allah Ta'ala's command? And I displeased Allah Ta'ala despite all his countless ni'mats and bounties, that shame, that regret, that must be in the heart. Badir ila salihil a'mali mujtahidan fannajhu fil juhdi wal hirmanu fil kasadi says advance towards good deeds by striving because in striving there is success and in laziness there is deprivation let alone deen even for the very paltry gains of dunya for the little bit of dunya that a person wants to amass and earn how much of effort and how much of struggle goes into it how many times a person works into the late hours of the night starts off in the early hours of the morning sometimes sacrifices his family in the process sometimes sacrifices even his own health and everything just in chasing after that dunya so for that dunya everybody understands that you have to struggle for it you have to make an effort many a times a father is very disappointed son is not focused he wants to take life easy, he's not prepared to put the effort that I put into the business, I brought it up from nothing, or ah, he wants to take life easy. That's very upsetting for the parent. So the person who's understanding some bit of that, what that dunya means, he cannot tolerate that son now taking life easy, he cannot tolerate people who are not prepared to, as they say, shoulder the wheel and make this business prosper. So for the akhirat, for the everlasting jannat, and to gain Allah Ta'ala's closeness and nearness that we're looking for some wazifa, some taweez we're looking for something that must just be a quick fix must just be something we'll do for one day and everything will come right so there's an effort, there's an effort in this and with that constant and consistent effort that consistent effort will then bring the success with the grace of Allah Ta'ala and the person feels now that this is a bit too much for me, the laziness. Laziness has always deprived the person. In dunya also a person gets deprived. But worse is that due to laziness a person gets deprived in deen. He deprived himself of the bounties of akhirat, the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. Therefore in the Hadith Sharif there is a dua that Nabi Kareem Sallallahu used to make, which meaning he taught the ummah, this was ta'lim for the ummah. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika minal ajzi wal kasal. وَالْبُخْلِ وَالْجُبْنِ Ya Allah, I seek your protection from ajz, from helplessness and from laziness. Helplessness, whatever the circumstances might be, beyond a person's control. But he becomes helpless. As a result of which now, for example now, whatever the circumstances, he can't even get to the masjid. He is too ill to walk, to go to the masjid. He is probably too ill to fast. Or whatever other situation has come up, as a result of which the amal that he could have done in his health or in the circumstances that don't shackle him up that is now not possible for him anymore so that's helplessness but that is something beyond his control so he's not he's not he's excused in that situation but the other part of it is kasal that due to laziness now laziness overcomes a person then the opportunities are all there and without any difficulty he can reap the great rewards of akhirat. But laziness becomes the barrier. And due to laziness he just drags things, okay, later, later, later becomes too late, he's done nothing, the month of Ramadan is gone, 
other occasions have gone, then his life is gone, and now he sees death in front of him, now he's wondering what he did with his life. So laziness becomes a very, very serious matter, and it becomes a means of deprivation. So this is the message that is being given here, that success is in striving, and in laziness there is deprivation. كُنْ لَا مَحَالَةَ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَمُغْتَرِبٍ أَلَى رَحِيلٍ دَنَا أَوْ عَابِدِ السُّبُلِ Live in this world as if you are a traveller on a journey, or rather like a wayfarer. There's two kinds of travellers. Even in the Masail of Safar, there's a distinguishing factor between them. One is, for example, a person has gone to some place, he's not gone forever there, he's a traveller there, but he's decided he's going to be stationed there for three weeks, for example. So he's going to be there for three weeks. So according to the Hanafi Madhab now, he's there more than 15 days. So now even his Salah, he will perform full. He will now, if he's stationed in one place, he'll perform his Salah behind the Imam, but for whatever reason, if he's there when there's no Masjid, so he'll still perform his full Salah, if not now the concession of Safar. Why? Because now he's stationed there for a little bit longer period of time. He's more than 15 days. But he's also still a traveller. He's not in his hometown. He's not in his Watanul Asli. But then there's another person who's on the road. He's a traveller as well. There's a world of difference between these two people. That person who's stationed there for three weeks, for two weeks, he still feels now I need to sort this out and have this arrangement and have that comfort and whatever other things. person on the road, he says, don't worry about all this. Just now we'll be at the destination. If we don't have all these things now, it's okay. Food is cold, don't worry, we'll get home and have a hot meal at home. person who's stationed, he's looking for the hot meal. But the person on the road, he's having that cold meal, something that was already prepared yesterday, all that is fine. Why? He's on the road. Now that is the message that is being given here. Don't even be like that traveller who's stationed somewhere. Be rather like the wayfarer. This is actually from the Hadith Sharif. Kun fi dunya ka anna ka gharib aw sabil. That aw is the meaning of bal. Rather like the wayfarer. The one that's on the road. He doesn't pay too much attention. Now obviously this is meant to say don't attach your heart to the world. That person who's travelling lot of scenery on the side, lot of things that are attracting, lot of things that are now very exciting. But he says, no, no, we're moving ahead now, we're passing now. While he's passing, he saw what's going on, but he doesn't stop for anything. He's got his eye on the destination. His focus is how to reach home safely. So all these things happening on the roadside doesn't make him stop and get caught up in it. So likewise, the person, we are all in this suffer and this journey to Akhirat. Or of things happening on the sides, our destination must be in front of us all the time. And all these sideline things mustn't, we must not get caught up in it. So what is, this is not in any way meant to say that Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody with some halal na'mads, he must forsake it, don't have anything to do with the halal na'mads Allah has blessed with. Provided it's all within the limits of shariat, that doesn't become the object of life. Person not hankering after it. That is not his focus, he must have it that the luxuries become his needs. That's not in order. But whatever Allah Ta'ala blessed him with, he enjoys those ni'mads, but the heart for Allah Ta'ala. Not how to now keep trying to make dunya into jannat. Dunya will never become jannat. So how to get the real jannat, 
that requires the struggle to get to Allah Ta'ala safely through the through this world. Further he says, Darul Khuludi Maqaman Daru Akhiratin Innal Iqamatafid Dunya ila Ajali. The everlasting residence is only the Akhirat. Living in this world is only until an appointed time. And that appointed time when it comes, Ida Jaa Ajaluhum, La Yasta Akhiruna Saatu Wala Yastaqdimun. Nobody knows when that appointed moment comes. But Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an Sharif, when that appointed moment comes, it's not going to move one second further for anybody. Not a single second will be increased. That appointed moment comes and his time is, has come to leave. So that is the time that now a person has to prepare for. Allah knows best when that moment comes in our life. This is the chance we have. وَكُلُّ مَنْ حَلَّ فِي الدُّنْيَا مُرْتَحِلٌ يَوْمًا لِمَنْزِلَةٍ فِي إِثْرِ مُرْتَحِلِي Whoever has come into this world has to journey one day towards his abode immediately after one another. This is something we see all the time. Few days ago was somebody, then it was somebody else, and then it was somebody. One day they'll be saying it was us. Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala to say that people say, Mata Fulan, Mata Fulan, today so, so and so passed away, today so and so passed away, Wala Buddha min yawmin yuqal Mata Umar. He's talking and he's saying one day will certainly come. It will be said, Umar has passed away too. Likewise, we put our names in the same spot. One day that, there's no way of anybody escaping that. The issue is to prepare for that time. إِذَا تَجَهَّمَ أَمْرٌ لَا مَرَدَّ لَهُ لَمْ يُغْنِ عَنْكَ إِقْتِنَاءُ الْمَالِ وَالْخَوَلِي Since when that inevitable calamity, that is death, will occur, then wealth, attendants and servants will not help you. Then everybody, whoever comes around, whoever might have whatever level of medical expertise, the best physicians, at that time the Quran Sharif gives that depiction that when that last moment comes, when the person now is in that last moments, now they're looking for somebody, is there waqila man raq? Somebody can make some dumb maybe, weed and blow on this person, maybe he'll recover from it. And waltafati saqu bisaq. And now the legs are now just crossing with one another in that moment. The last pangs of death. Ila rabbika yawma idinil basaq. But that moment now is gone to Allah Ta'ala. Nobody can hold him back. Nobody can do anything for him when his appointed time has come. And the same thing that the poet is saying further. يَقُومُ عَنْكَ الْأَطِبَّاءُ وَالصَّدِيقُ إِذًا وَقَدْ تَوَوْ صُحُفَ التَّدْبِيرِ وَالْحِيَلِ At that time, the physician and the friends will all, after trying everything to save you, leave you in the lurch. Leave you in the lurch meaning they can't accompany you any further. They did what they could while you were living, but now that your soul has left you, they will leave you in the lurch in the sense you go alone now. Now we can't come with you. So every person is going to be alone with his iman, with his amal, what he's done in terms of his deeds, that is going to be with him. Not his wealth, not his family, not his friends, the near and dear ones, those who he gave his life for on a haram, meaning people he sacrificed everything for that haram relationship, they will be the first ones to forget about him. Because that haram relationship, that is the thing that is most disloyal. Today is this person, tomorrow will be somebody else in the same haram manner, Allah forbid. 
So everybody will forsake him. At that time it is his iman, his amal. And that is the time we have to prepare for. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Inshallah we'll continue. Subhanallah, bihamdihi, subhanakallahumma, bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka.